Welcome back to the Rights and Liberties Podcast, where we are discussing the Federalist Papers. Today we will be talking about Federalist 59. We typically begin these podcasts with three big ideas about the essay under review. Here are three big ideas concerning Federalist 59. Big Idea 1. According to Hamilton, the power to regulate elections would rest with state legislatures working with the national legislature under the Constitution. Big Idea 2. Hamilton, in explaining this division of the power to regulate elections, warned against the dangers of allowing state legislatures exclusive control over elections. Big Idea 3. Hamilton's concern with this question involved, in part, a concern about the potential for foreign powers to interfere in politics in the USA. So with Federalist 59, we return to the consideration of Congress. The focus in this essay is on congressional elections and the language from the Constitution regulating congressional elections. We'll quote the Constitution on uh, precisely this. Quote, the times, places, and manner of holding elections for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state by the legislature thereof. But the Congress may, at any time, by law, make or alter such regulations, except as to the places of choosing senators. End quote. A noteworthy passing comment from Hamilton suggested that one justification for identifying which bodies ought to make decisions about elections would be that the Constitution would not be able to anticipate every circumstance, quoting Hamilton on this, quote, It will not be alleged that an election law could have been framed and inserted in the Constitution, which would have been always applicable to every probable change in the situation of the country, and it will therefore not be denied that a discretionary power over elections ought to exist somewhere." End quote. Now, Hamilton stopped to comment on the particular institutions in question, quoting Hamilton once again, quote, It will, I presume, be as readily conceded that there were only three ways in which this power could have been reasonably modified and disposed, that it must either have been lodged wholly in the national legislature, or wholly in the state legislatures, or primarily in the latter and ultimately in the former. The last mode has, with reason, been preferred by the convention." End quote. Hamilton justified this position on the part of those that wrote the Constitution by thinking in terms of two types of institution for two types of situation. Quoting Hamilton on this, quote, They have submitted the regulation of elections for the federal government in the first instance to the local administrations, which, in ordinary cases, and when no improper views prevail, may be both more convenient and more satisfactory but they have reserved to the national authority a right to interpose whenever extraordinary circumstances might render that interposition necessary to its safety." End quote. So, a federal solution involving both national and state-level institutions to a constitutional problem. That seems like what one might expect from Publius. And that is Big Idea 1. Big Idea 2 may be thought of as an augmentation or addition to Big Idea 1. Leaving national elections in the hands of the state legislatures alone would not, according to Hamilton, be advisable. Quoting Hamilton here, quote, Nothing can be more evident than that an exclusive power of regulating elections for the national government in the hands of the state legislatures would leave the existence of the Union entirely at their mercy. They could at any moment annihilate it by neglecting to provide for the choice of persons to administer its affairs. 
it is to little purpose to say that a neglect or omission of this kind would not be likely to take place. The constitutional possibility of the thing, without an equivalent for the risk, is an unanswerable objection, end quote. Recalling that the anti-federalists were often concerned about the likelihood that the federal government might abuse the power that it would be given, Hamilton observed that such a concern would cut both ways. Quote, if we are in a humor to presume abuses of power, it is as fair to presume them on the part of the state governments as on the part of the general government. End quote. One element of this argument involved the role of state legislatures in selecting senators. Could not state legislatures destroy the federal government by refusing to send senators to the federal government? Hamilton acknowledged that this could happen, but that this should not be understood to mean that the state legislatures ought to have other powers, quoting Hamilton on this, quote, It is certainly true that the state legislatures, by forbearing the appointment of senators, may destroy the national government. But it will not follow that, because they have a power to do this in one instance, they ought to have it in every other, end quote. Indeed, Hamilton's views on the role of state legislatures focused less on the capabilities of those bodies than on the need under the Constitution to include the states in the operation of the federal government. Quoting Hamilton once again, quote, So far as that construction may expose the Union to the possibility of injury from the state legislatures, it is an evil. But it is an evil which could not have been avoided without excluding the states, in their political capacities, wholly from a place in the organization of the national government. If this had been done, it would doubtless have been interpreted into an entire dereliction of the federal principle, and would certainly have deprived the state governments of that absolute safeguard which they will enjoy under this provision." End quote. Finally on this point, it is worth noting Hamilton's alarm at the possibility that state legislatures might be the only bodies regulating biennial congressional elections, quoting Hamilton here. Quote, but with regard to the Federal House of Representatives, there is intended to be a general election of members once in two years. If the state legislatures were to be invested with an exclusive power of regulating these elections, every period of making them would be a delicate crisis in the national situation, which might issue in a dissolution of the Union if the leaders of a few of the most important states should have entered into a previous conspiracy to prevent an election. End quote. Big Idea 3 follows conceptually this concern about conspiracy. Conspiracies might emerge with the intention of doing away with congressional elections, quoting Hamilton here, quote, With so effectual a weapon in their hands as the exclusive power of regulating elections for the national government, a combination of a few such men in a few of the most considerable states where the temptation will always be the strongest might accomplish the destruction of the Union, by seizing the opportunity of some casual dissatisfaction among the people, and which perhaps they may themselves have excited, to discontinue the choice of members for the Federal House of Representatives, end quote. This would be a concern in its own right, but especially given the danger that other powers might seek to divide those in the USA against one another. This adds concerns about dangers from without to concerns about dangers from within, quoting Hamilton once again. Quote, it ought never to be forgotten that a firm union of this country under an efficient government will probably be an increasing object of jealousy to more than one nation of Europe, and that enterprises to subvert it will sometimes originate in the intrigues of foreign powers, and will seldom fail to be patronized and abetted by some of them. Its preservation, therefore, ought in no case that can be avoided to be committed to the guardianship of any, 
but those whose situation will uniformly beget an immediate interest in the faithful and vigilant performance of the trust. End quote. We often close these podcasts with a reference to the relevance of the essay under review to the politics of today and tomorrow. Hamilton's argument refers many times to the role of state legislatures in selecting members of the Senate. That, of course, is no longer the case. The 17th Amendment moved that authority from the state legislatures to the electorate at large. When thinking about the potential of removing state legislatures from their roles in regulating national elections, Hamilton observed, quote, If this had been done, it would doubtless have been interpreted into an entire dereliction of the federal principle, end quote. Was Hamilton saying that a removal of state legislatures from such a role would be a dereliction of the federal principle? Or was he saying that other people would so interpret it? And how, if at all, might this inform our intuitions about the popular election of senators? Thank you for listening to the Rights and Liberties podcast. For more about the Sunwater Institute, please visit our website at sunwater.org.